Hello, and welcome to Her Mighty Surrender. This is Therese Picola. It is so good to be back. Um, welcome to all those who are new, who maybe have just started listening, and to all of you who have been waiting for me to um, come out with a podcast. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, you know, I took a break back at the end of June, and I thought maybe a couple of months just to um, spend some time with the family and just pray about what's coming next and um, what direction the Lord would like to lead me in. And um, two months turned into over four months. So um, I am back. I thought um, instead of doing a regular episode, I just wanted to give you a life update and um, give you an idea of where I've been and um, where I'm at right now. And um, yeah, then we'll take it from there. Um, Instead of doing my normal prayer, I just wanted to start us in prayer by um, just uh, offering a Hail Mary uh, to our loving mother. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, like I said, it's good to be back. It's good to um, to um, be here with all of you virtually. Um, and I've missed my podcast and and corresponding with so many people um, that um, kind of connect with me through my podcasts. And um, so, yes, I did take some time off, and um, I wanted to reflect a little um, outside of just taking a break because. You know, talking about spiritual warfare is is a little bit um, draining, and God provides the what I need, obviously, um, and and I'm I'm not so much feeling like I can't do it as much as I need to go back to Him and um, kind of revitalize my relationship with the Lord and um, gain some strength from Him to continue doing this work um, because it is um, pretty heavy and it can be very serious. And, and a lot of people I connect with have a lot of stories to tell. And um, so just needing some time to take a break and, um, and find the Lord in um, prayer and encouragement and strength. So during that time, I also uh, was reflecting on on where where I feel led um, to continue the podcast. Do I finish my book finally? Um, does the Lord want me to do some speaking engagements? And um, just evaluating that and trying to um, make good decisions based on what I feel called to and what would be best for my family and for myself. Um, so it's, it, it was a good time initially. <laughs> and, um, and then I found myself as, you know, I feel like this happens for a lot of us in summertime. Don't we kind of get a little bit more laid back and kind of lazy about certain things? Um, well, I did. I, I definitely became a little bit complacent. Um, and the way I like to kind of just look at that is really life seems easier when you don't have to really work too much at, you know, growing in your spiritual life. And I say work, I know that sounds like uh, negative and I don't mean it that way, but it is. Relationships are work and we have to feed them and we have to um, kind of um, 
nurture and be involved. And so sometimes when um, we, we just don't want to make the effort and we get a little complacent, it's, it's just easier. And, um, you know, if <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the uh, different, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what it is that um, um, desolation and consolation and um, forgetting what that is, but you all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, so, so it, it kind of falls into that. Um, the Ignatian rules of discernment, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway, so I um, definitely got a little lazy and prayer got a little stale. Never stopped praying, never stopped um, going to mass or anything like that, but just doing um, a little bit less and um, just, you know, being a little overconfident in my relationship with the Lord, I guess would be a nice way of putting it. Um, but then I think in that complacency, uh, that did lead a little bit to maybe a little snip of depression. And, um, you know, I think with everything happening in the world and um, just a lot of different influences and um, a lot of negativity, just for the most prayerful person, you know, that could hit us and and be difficult. And, um, you know, we need God and prayer, especially during this time of difficulty. And so when you leave that at the curbside, so to speak, um, and trying to do it for yourself, um, you know, try to get by on things, um, without God's help, it definitely is more of a struggle. And, and, um, and the evil one knows that it kind of pokes at those places where we're weak. And, um, I, I did find myself, um, sometimes in, maybe not so much depression as just being melancholy. Um, I definitely scaled back a lot from social media. I found there was just too much, um, too much hostility, too much um, negativity. And um, plus I just, you know, when you get in those, that state where, you know, I like to say kind of get in a funk, um, you really don't want to put that much effort into anything. And I just didn't really want to work that hard. And, um, so I was kind of in that place, not terrible, just not great. Um, and, uh, I was getting into that period where I thought, okay, it's been a couple of months. I think it's, it's time to, to, um, you know, dig back in, decide, does the Lord want me continuing with ministry? Does he want me to just walk away from it? But it's always like, what does he want me to do? And realistically, it's what do I want to do? And 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 can I ask the Lord for his blessing? And, you know, I think for me, sometimes it's easier to just put it all on him <laughs> and just say, well, I haven't heard anything from him, so I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, which is basically nothing. Um, but it's really, what are the desires in my heart? And and can I bring that to him? And And is he going to bless them? you know, and, uh, or does he want me doing something else? And will he make that clear? And so I was kind of in that place a little bit. And then, um, and then the C word struck <laughs> and I don't even want to say it cause I don't want it to, uh, affect this, um, going out on social media, but you all know what I'm talking about. Um, came down with a vengeance on, in, on our house and, um, so um, I I did get sick and my husband got sick and we got sick in two completely different ways. And um, I kind of had some of the typical symptoms of losing taste and smell. 
and he had the other like so I guess combined we had like we would have been like one patient because I had a little bit of certain symptoms and he had the others Um, he was hit much harder and ended up in the hospital Um, initially I felt like it was a relief because he was home for a little bit and very sick we we initially thought maybe he had a bad cold and then it wasn't improving but there wasn't really um a high fever or anything else just just cough and congestion and then it went from you know okay to bad very quickly and I was sick at the same time and it was very hard to care for him um and it it was rough and so we made that decision to um take him to the hospital and um you know they don't really let you stay there so I was thinking I'm going to drop him off and I'll be back tomorrow you know the next day to pick him up And so there was a little bit of relief because I felt like he would be in better care. um, And also it would allow me some time to rest and regain um, my strength. And um, one day turned into like two weeks. And out of that two weeks, more than half that time was spent in ICU. Um, He, they had wanted to put him um, on a vent, but he refused it. Um, and he really fought for himself, which I was very proud of him, thankfully, because I couldn't be an advocate for him except on the phone. But he really did um, do his best to advocate for himself because we just knew um, what our game plan was going to be prior to him going, um, unless there really was no other choice. Um, but the longer he was gone, um, the more... I felt like I was under attack. So, um, you know, not being in the most solid place prior to him going and being sick myself, wasn't able to receive the Eucharist um, or anything. So I was really feeling spiritually uh, like uh, isolated and um, fell back into a little bit of some of my old habits um, of um, abandonment, feeling abandoned and having to, um, rely on myself. So that self-reliance really came back. So why abandoned? I mean, I don't blame it obviously on my husband for being sick. Um, I really felt angry at God. Um, I wasn't really angry at my husband. Um, I knew he was doing what he could. And of course, um, he was so sick and I was angry at God for putting us in this position. And, um, I felt like, I went from feeling okay about it and thinking he'll be home soon, we'll be fine, to feeling like he wasn't going to come home, especially when we had a few days of ICU that were really bad. Um, And so in those days where I thought he wasn't going to come home, I felt like God was abandoning me. Like, I, you know, and kind of those conversations go like this, God... You've, I, I've done so much, right? I've, I've suffered. I know by my, a lot of it by my own choices, but I've suffered. I've done everything you've told me to do. You know, why are you doing this to me? Why are you taking away my husband? Why are you going to leave me by myself? I can't do this alone. Um, all these ideas of independence I used to have suddenly, it was like, uh, you know, how could you do this? How could you abandon me? How could you leave me on my own? Um, and then that turned into, well, forget it. I'll just take care of myself. You know, I wouldn't really let anyone um, 
drop anything off or, you know, people who had offered to help, which was terrible because honestly, um, I take away that opportunity for them to receive graces as well. So I was really kind of being a big baby, I guess. Um, but I just wanted to be alone. I just, um, laid on the couch for hours at a time and, um, and just was so, um, angry really. And then, um, that anger just got to like this point where the, I had a a very, the conversations on the phone um, with my husband were very brief because he really had no air. Well, at some points he couldn't talk at all because he was on the machine. So he would text, but when he could talk, it was very difficult. So our conversations would be very, very quick. And I just knew he was doing really poorly this one night. And I hung up with him and just sobbed. I mean, I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and felt like I, 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 in my mind was making plans. Um, he's not coming home. Where will we bury him? What do, how do I tell the kids? I, I mean, I had all these plans. Um, okay, we're going to sell the house. <laughs> um, you know, desperation, you know, self-reliance, like that's it. I have to take everything, um, take everything over myself. You know, nobody's going to be here to do it for me. I'm, I'm in this alone. Um, and I, then I received a phone call from somebody um, that's a friend of my husband. And he caught me in the middle of sobbing. And we don't even really know each other. We've never actually spoken before on the phone. And he just started talking and I kept apologizing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep crying. And as he continued talking, I thought, this is like, God is so good <laughs> because this was exactly what I, this was, this was the, the angel I needed in the moment that I needed it and, um, took me out of myself for a moment because this man was saying to me how much he cared for my husband and he didn't want him to die. And it became about more like him and his sadness. And it kind of snapped me out of my, um, just, uh, where I had crawled into myself, you know, and I just, um, we ended up speaking for a while. And when I hung up the phone, I was still upset. I was still crying a little bit more and I just felt like, um, in that moment, I I just felt God say to me, I'm sending him home. You know, he's going to be there to protect you. And it was like very, um, it was kind of like one of those light bulb moments, you know, because it's like God knew my heart. God knew where that sadness was coming from. Um, I didn't want to be left alone to try to, to, um, face this world, this difficult world we're in by myself. And, and God knew that, 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 you know, fear, I guess, um, in my heart, but also that sadness of, of having to try to do it by myself. And, and, and after I heard that, it's like, everything just kind of changed. It was like my, my whole attitude changed. I was, you know, it's like life was blown back into me. And, um, and it was, it was good. It was, and you know, he, um, my husband ended up coming home not too long after that. Um, it, it, it was a little bit of a, a slow process, but, um, he, you know, um, he was very, um, independent in his healing. And, um, now he's, he's really, um, pretty much back to normal. His lungs are, are, just about healed and um things are good and and we've both kind of come out of it better and stronger um 
And it was definitely eye-opening for me as to what's important in life and um, how attached I still am to certain things um, and how that complacency and laziness in my spiritual life definitely um, made it difficult for me when something happened where I really needed to rely on that. Um, so it was... Um, it was a good evaluate time to like evaluate myself spiritually and where my relationship with the Lord had been suffering for a couple months. And, um, so yeah, so, so kind of came out of that, but that took some time and I knew I didn't really have time to commit to doing a lot of things with ministry. And then I thought, well, maybe God doesn't want me to do this because maybe he has other plans now coming out of this traumatic situation. And, um, but it's interesting because part of me was kind of uh, letting it go a little bit and saying, okay, I'm, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to kind of wait it out and just see. Um, and there's been these different little, um, <laughs> like little Holy Spirit moments, right? With um, reminding me of, of what really um where my ministry has its strength and and whether it's someone who was struggling and asked for prayers or someone who had a loved one who um they felt um was under an oppression um it, it just different things kept popping up and people kept coming back and asking me questions or or just um saying um I really love your podcast or or different little indications that um maybe I wasn't done yet um so and then I had a couple opportunities potentially for speaking and I put them on hold because I thought I'm not really sure and then someone came back and asked again and I was like okay lord I I'm listening I'm listening now so um so I've really been in a time now of just praying and listening and um, bringing um, myself back to that place of um, where I kind of left off and um, asking the Lord for strength and um, perseverance. And, um, and I know in my heart, even though I get frustrated in my heart, I know um, I, I want to be able to bring um the good news of coming out of um oppressions possession um spiritual afflictions you know bringing that bringing the good news of that because god is so merciful when we go to him when we when we look to um be liberated and to continue our healing um god is so good to us um he's good to us he sends so many um so many saints and and so many people into our lives and and I want to be able to um, share that with others because we're in a time that's so difficult and so oppressive and so many people are afflicted. I mean, there's think about just the disharmony in the church and the tensions across the board with spiritually, you know, just um, economically, the, you know, agriculturally. I mean, you every possible thing that could get hit seems like it's getting hit right now. And... Um, and I see especially just this brokenness coming out of um, so many people in the debate whether to take this medication or not and um, and how it's broken up families, broken friendships, um, just kind of torn people um, away from each other. And I know in my heart, every time I see something, when I read this or I see um, the actions or the results of this, 
I know it's the evil one distracting, right? Um, It's meant to distract us from everything else happening around us. And that verse, that biblical verse, the one that's just so, you know, popular, Matthew 24, watch ye therefore, because you know not the hour your Lord will come. Well, wow, would we know right now? Because we're all so distracted. We're so um, consumed by what's happening. And the thing is, it always starts with good reason. Um, you know, we, we are battling spiritually because we're being affected by things in this world that are um, hurting us spiritually. But in doing so, we lose sight um, and we get consumed by it and good people turn on each other. And those who, um, even those in, you know, Catholic world who've, who, who do so many good things and speak about so many good things. We even see this division happening there with people and, um, whether, um, they fall on one extreme or the other, because it seems so much like extremes, it's hard to find the middle of the road people right now. Um, and we should be extreme in our love for Christ. Like that should be where, um, it starts. And in, in, in that, um, that love for Christ, we have to just recall always, are we doing things out of love? Are we, are we being charitable? Am I being humble, um, in my approach? Um, am I being kind? And not that we're walking, um, leaving our, our, uh, beliefs at the door or what our conviction, you know, where we feel um, convicted, but are we doing it in the proper manner, um, as Christ would do it? Um, and that's the struggle. I know even for myself, and I think that's why I took a little bit of a break because that was a struggle for me. Can I love like Christ does when I really don't agree with this person? Can I bring Christ to this person who, uh, is so far from what, what I see as reality? And, um, if I can't answer yes to that, then I need to stop talking and I need to wait. And either I don't say anything or I wait until I can bring Christ to that person in the way that Christ would deliver himself. And that's really, really hard right now for many of us, good intentioned, loving, holy people trying to do the right thing. So, um, so for myself, that's where I found myself at. I feel like I've had some just things come up more recently um, where I do feel my heart is um, coming back alive again. There's a there's a fire in my heart to continue going. You know, you can't keep the good man down, so to speak. You know, the evil one always, I feel like between my own bad decisions or my own laziness and then the evil one like waiting for me to fall into those habits so he can just kind of keep pushing me away, um, in the wrong direction. Um, you know, I sometimes make it very easy for that to happen. And so, um, so I do need to nurture that. I need to be spiritually fed. I need to be in the sacraments often. Um, I need to read, um, good spiritual, um, books, um, read the lives of the saints, um, be in prayer more often. Um, my mental prayer definitely has suffered for a couple months. And so getting back into that consistency of mental prayer, um, these are all things, um, for any of us who are trying to, um, reach out and do things for others. We first need to make sure that we are, 
um, in a good place first. And um, we have to be fed because if we're feeding others, we first need to be fed. Um, we can't operate on an empty tank. So um, so I'm trying to get that tank filled back up. And so um, I just ask you to be patient with me. Um, I will be back doing podcasts. I would like to um, maybe have uh, a slightly different way of um, a different approach with them. I'd like to have more guests this season. Um, so just feeling out a couple of different things, maybe doing some um, speaking engagements as well. So um, just a little bit of change in how I've been doing things, but I'm still here. I'm still praying for all of you. I still um, have a lot of conversations one-on-one with people. Uh, I still receive a lot of messages. I'm still part of all my um, Catholic chats and and I've been here. I haven't been completely gone, just a little bit gone out of um, public view so much um, to um, kind of... Uh, give myself some time that I needed. So, um, so with that being said, um, I'm hoping to have another, uh, podcast out soon. That's what we'll come kind of go back to a format that's more familiar with talking about a particular subject. Um, but if you have any feedback for me, as far as what you would like to hear, um, some of the struggles you find right now with what's going on with the world, um, would you like to have more discussion uh, have, where I presented more discussion based um, with guests? Um, is that something you would be interested in? I'm really open to, to some feedback from all of you um, because really it's about what I can bring to you that's going to help you um, spiritually as well. So um, yeah, definitely uh, send me a message. Um, there's various ways that you can interact with me through social media. And, um, and we will get this going again and it's good to be back. And, um, I pray that all of you are healthy and, um, are doing well and kind of, uh, making it through this crazy world that we're in right now. And, and, um, and we'll do this together. Um, let's just go ahead and end with a prayer in the name of the father, the son, the Holy spirit. Amen. Glory be to the father and to the son and to the Holy spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you.